Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Peace family is 19 Keys with the 19 Keys podcast. You're listening to a high-level conversation. Tap in. All right, a word from one of our sponsors. Make sure you tap into Goldwater Products. After you come listen to the information, you're going to need your memory stimulated so you can download everything in that prefrontal cortex. You want to make sure that hippocampus area of your brain that regulates mood, memory, and learning is fully functional and tapped in. Therefore, you want to tap into Goldwater. They have smart malls, sports malls, vitamin C malls, colloidal silver. They have just about everything that you, your child, and your whole entire family needs to stimulate your brain and your body and to make sure that your immune system is functioning. Before you tap into this great high-level conversation, listen to this song by Tezu Kulando called Goldwater. Peace family, 19 Keys, tapping in with you. All right, we are live. Tapped in, high frequency, high target. Big God energy tapping in. I'm sorry, like trees. Mind in the universe. Steve, peace level light. Brother Blue Report, live and direct. Okay. They say Rihanna issues heartfelt apology to Muslims over song using Islamic verses. Man. Good for that, sister. I'm a savage, huh? Don't worry, Rihanna. We forgive you. Understand me. You want to be now? Did she do the savage tones with make the style? They they doubled their savagery up. I don't think they doubled nah, it down. So it was a separate savage. Yeah, yeah. Separate savage. You, you, come on now, high level observations, man. You know how it go. Megan the Stallion was playing Malcolm. She playing Prophet Muhammad Hadith. You understand me? And uh, it was just one big savage moment. You feel me? Crying out for the Muslim black men to come tap in. So I understand. I ain't, I ain't mad at it. You understand me? <clears throat> All right. Let me put this right there. The title is Women Come Talk to Us. All right. Uh, buddy. This is for the ladies. So. All right. So Peace Family 19 Keys tapping in here. First of all, I'm going to let you know that I am joined with some powerful brothers here. <clears throat> if you haven't noticed, um, I am here with... Hold on, good brother. Slow it down. Slow it down, brother. You go get your shot. You go get your shot, no, brother. You understand me? So we about to have a powerful conversation. We will be possibly bringing in some of you ladies. Um, and then we have some ladies that are here with us behind the scenes, and they will be asking questions. So as we're talking about women, I know y'all be like, dang, I know women in the room. No, we actually yeah, yeah. do. Yeah. So before we get started, though, for all my listeners that's listening in from my highly successful podcast that just reached over 500,000 streams, man, I want to thank everybody for that. Congratulations. Um, I'm here with my honored guest, um, my good brother, None other than an electrified superstar, 
You understand me? He's the prince of consciousness. You understand me? The Michael Jackson of rapping. You understand me? The higher, you understand me, um, <clears throat> interlude when it comes to you tapping into them higher tunes, man. Some of them say that he's a spiritual boxer, the way he be knocking them up. You know what I'm saying? Not only do I have that good brother before I bring his name into existence and bring him into this domain to where y'all know exactly who he is, you feel me? I have the big tree energy. You understand me? If you ever walked outside and see a tree, you seen one of his cousins. You understand me? <laughs> you didn't tapped in. If you ever been outside and you didn't smell and you didn't breathe, you are exercising an ancient ritual that he started. Yes, he started breathing. Straight you up. understand me? Tap in. And before I introduce that good brother, I want oh, yeah. you to understand Look, that you're tapped in to I the actual it. creator of the conscious community. That's right. I said the creator of the conscious community. I'm not taking that back whatsoever. So all of your favorites, you understand me? All of the people that you've seen come through over the years, if they take an A pill, right? Whether it was an X pill, red pill, or blue pill, he the one that gave it to him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, he didn't give him uh, that X pill unless he was teaching him about the Muslims. You understand me? He's saying, brother, you need to get the X to change your name. So that's none other than Bashir Music. Um, that's none other than... Jack Heller Classic. Shout out to Bashir. just came out with a new album. He got a bundle package with it. My good brother, Jack Heller Classic. He got a new book out. And my good brother, Red Pillar, the Thriller, man. He just had his seven-day kundalini. Oh, you understand? Oh, man. Oh. You understand me? I meant... Flag on the play. Blue Pill came for the kill. You know what I'm talking about? Listen, my bad, good brother. Flag on the play. The problem is, is that y'all look just alike. And, I got on and you got on red. <laughs> <laughs> So y'all can't get mad at me because if y'all know, he actually has a twin. And there's two twins in the room. So I'm not going to leave y'all out. <clears throat> Rahman Rahim. You understand me? Very powerful, powerful people. And at some time, if the gods in the room, otherwise known with the feminine adjective added on to that, or maybe not adjective, but y'all know y'all English wordsmiths in this Phoenician language that was given to y'all by your conquerors. Yep. So don't get mad at me if I get it wrong. Um, the goddesses are in the room as well. So if they would like to introduce themselves at any point in time, you'd like to know who they are, then we will be doing that. In the meantime, we're going to be having a powerful discussion. We're going to be talking about tantric activities, black God, masculine, feminine, sex, relationships. There's really no part of this conversation that we won't tap into, inshallah, tonight. Mm -hmm. And um, hopefully you learn something, you get a great introspective, and we can take some questions from the people that's here. And uh, y'all enjoy this tonight. This is the first What's ever. Going on? Peace bless you, you understand me? With the gods in the room I like this. Love me on your line. Absolutely. Big God energy, man. So, what we talking about today? You got a question for us? Any of the ladies want to start off with a question? Yeah. That'd be dope. Mm. What would you consider? Oh, she hit us with it. If, if y'all ain't hear what she just said, what's considered big goddess? Now I'm gonna I'm gonna let the big guy take that right, but I wanna, <laughs> but but before he take that one right, because I know he prepared. You understand me? I know he came with a briefcase case. You understand me? I know he came with documentation for the elevation. But listen, um, big goddess energy, man, because it's funny, right? And, and you can break that down in many categories. First, you start with the word big, right? And the word big has a connotation to where people think about the size of it. And that's not what I want people to think about when they're thinking about big goddess energy. 
You understand me? Not size in a sense to where you're talking about measuring length. You're talking about size in a sense to where you're measuring the amount, right? Right. And so when you're talking about the amount of, how full is she of feminine energy, Yeah. right? Yeah. And the more feminine energy, the bigger representation she is of that goddess energy. Mm-hmm. And by that feminine energy, I went to a farm the other day, and it's this sister um, who was a farmer. Blue Pill had the opportunity to speak to her. Magnanimous mm-hmm. sister, beautiful spirit, clairvoyant. She could tell you about your life. Bashir, you would love to talk to this sister. I promise you, oh, if I ever met somebody who feeds you, nurtures your soul when you meet them, that was her. It was like speaking to an ancestor in real time. And so I thought about why, though, and you think, and you said, well, she's working the land. Every single day she is nurturing and taking care of something, right? She is living in the essence of feminine energy. And so when she gets around other people, she is only reacting in the habits of what she knows, more nurturing. So she she gives you these permonitions. She tells you what she's seeing about you. She and she was always on point. She tell me who I was, how everybody else around me was treating me, how they didn't understand. And I found something so beautiful about that because in society, we don't have too many gatekeepers that explain who we are and our importance, right? So unfortunately, you're left to tell the story yourself, but the feminine energy is no longer there saying, announcing, hey, this is the black God. This is how you should treat him when he arrives. This is his energy. This is his emotions, Right. So we have a gap of big goddess energy because there's a gap of nurturing energy. And that's possibly because you didn't have the mother. You are mothered in a manner to where Shahrazad Ali, who is an exceptional big goddess, you understand me? She is the uh, 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 quintessential being if I was to point to someone who represents big goddess energy. Mother Tanetta, when she speaks, she speaks in a codex of nurturing. You understand me? Big God is energy, right? So as a man, I've only observed Big God is energy. I've interacted with it. And inshallah, I'll be marrying it sometime soon. Mm. But let me go ahead and tap into Big God. See what he think about my analyzation of Big God is energy, which is a derivation of the Big God energy. And we're told that he the patent king, you know what I'm talking about, with the treating. So, man, you know, Hey, big God is energy is it speaks for itself, you know. When the woman enters the room and the way that she carries herself, the way that she speaks, the way that she projects her intelligence, her thoughts in a in a modest, you know, way, shape, or form. I really think that big God is energy is just the polarity of big God energy. And I'm the embodiment. Hey, you know what? I did that too. Speak louder. Why are the boys like that, though? Hey, I've been knowing you for a minute. You, you went up some decibels. You got to be <laughs> they said speak louder. Yeah. I think, you know, break the speakers. I mean, I'm not sure what you think. What's big out of this Uh Me personally, I don't think it's about overanalyzing. I just think it's, it's about a woman. Knowing that she is everything already, you understand? It's almost like, it's almost like that parable that they showed on that show, uh, Lovecraft. You know, the black woman is the embodiment of the universe. She is the embodiment of life. She is the embodiment of 
essence itself, anything that's in motion. You understand? So for a woman to not know that she is all of these things, so for a woman not to know that she is the essence of creation itself, the, the mother of birth, the mother that produces the womb that gives birth to me, to any great man on this planet Earth, you understand? Right. Such as my brother, such as my brother Blue, you understand? Because Elijah Muhammad came from a woman, you understand? So Big God's energy to me is just a woman that knows her worth in this universe and knows that she can travel and go anywhere she wants to go and be anything that she wants to be when it's in a righteous manner. Because it's only righteousness that gives birth to God. You understand? So tap all the way in. That's what I think. It's good. Black goddess is. You understand? Big goddess energy. Yeah. Um, if I could sum it up in two words, it would be transformational and aspirational. Meaning that big goddess energy when it's in the room, right? It automatically makes divine masculine, you know, either want to transform whatever they feel is not adequate to meet that particular energy because it's aspirational, mm -hmm. right? It, it it has volume, it has mass in it. It makes things overflow, you know what I'm saying? And then you want to make sure that whatever it is that you're doing is on pace with that because you know that those two energies together can create, you know what I mean? Like the things that we can entertain in our wildest fantasy, the things that we've never seen, you feel me? So, transformational energy is big goddess energy. That's fire. Everybody keeps saying, speak up. I, yeah, I could have swear we... Like, uh, but, do you know, <clears throat> like, if you keep your phone on the bottom, sometimes that yeah. kind of affects the view. So, so, that might have been affecting y'all a little bit. Um, you don't understand? <clears throat> nah. All right, so... Um, yeah, you can pull it up. We can try it. Uh, it's interesting, right? Because, you know, uh, well, as y'all was talking, of course, it, it, now I started to just imagine, you know what I mean? A goddess, when she enters the room, and she fills the room, right? And not in a sense to where she's filling the room because she's loud, but her presence is felt. Right. You know, she, she has a glow that fills the entire room as if the room is filled with, with just love. You understand me? And this essence that everybody can drink from. It's like a nectar. You know what I'm talking about? And the what I love so much about that, if you masculine, you want to be attracted to that energy. Not just on the sexual level, but you're attracted to it because you're masculine and your masculine energy is forced to be magnetized towards that. Mm -hmm. And that magnetization and that force pulls on your drive to want to be more in your masculine to attract that feminine more and more and more, whether it's just being seen, right? Whether it's being heard, that masculine would do all that he can mm -hmm. to attract that force or that goddess energy. Absolutely. So she moves men. She gives men purpose, give men drive, ambition, reason, life. You understand me? And so you're not trying to become the thing that is wanted, right? But you become a representation that moves men to want things for themselves. So they can be wanted more by that goddess energy. So there's an art that is represented and it has to be absence of, you know, we always talk about ego with men. Women have, you know, egos, not in the same way, but with women sometimes you see insecurities and those insecurities are filled up with other uh, characteristics. And so absence of those insecurities 
absence of even thinking about being confident, but just being herself and just being that being, she fills everybody up. There's no way you can come in contact with that type of woman and not feel like you've been nurtured. Absolutely. You understand me? That if that if you were a plant, you would start growing around it. You understand mm -hmm. me? So that big goddess energy is, is speaking life, whether it's with our words or whether it's just with our energy. What was the next uh, question? The ladies had in mind. Anything come to mind? Leave us up. I know she thinks. Speaking. <laughs> <laughs> um, how does the world get back into balance with the feminine? Oh, y'all, y'all, no. gut wrenching. Okay. Yeah, I know. Uh, who want to? Who want to take on this? One? Take on this one. is something I think about all the time, right? See, she said the question is, uh, how does the world get back into balance with the feminine energy, which is also getting back into balance with the masculine energy? See. This world is against the black man, it's against the black woman, right? If the world is against the black man, it's against the black woman, then it means it is against family, it is against nature and the laws of nature itself. You understand? Our people, and a lot of people don't like to speak this way because a lot of people, you know, a lot of people work for the white man. But in the essence of everything, when we're talking about the black man and the woman, when we're talking about our family structure, when we're talking about getting back to healing our woman, we're talking about deleting the mindset of the white man out of our system. You understand? See, I'm not speaking on no Dr. Umar shit, but I'm speaking on just the laws of nature. See, we are the only animals in nature who don't protect their woman. You understand? You see, other animals in nature do way more protecting than we do of our woman. You see, you will find lions, right? Lions go protect their woman. You understand? From a from another tribe of hyenas, from another tribe of whatever animal it is. You understand? From another lion. From another lion. Black men, it start with us. You know what I'm saying? Black men got to get back into the mode to where we say, look. Sometimes we got to step into our masculine light, step into our masculine realm for a woman to even know how to be feminine. You understand? That's how we correct that. Because a man has to, we have to get back to knowing that the masculine represents that soul, represents that thing, that birth of something that comes before the matrix, that comes before the universe. You feel me? And that's what we are as men. And so if a woman knows who a man is when she sees one, you understand? She know. She know automatically off top, like, oh, that's a man. You know what I'm saying? And it makes her to be more of a woman every time she see one. She like, okay, I got to step into my womanly role. Because she knows she can't come to no man on no bullshit. You understand? Because he going to see right through it. It's the same thing with the woman that's, that is pure woman. Any man that try to get on her, you understand? She going to be like, you's a boy. You understand? So when we get back to that, to understanding that, look, and it's, and, it's, and it's going back off of what he said earlier, right? And it's about like a woman knowing who she is. You understand? Men got to step up for that. You understand? So when we talking about the balance and, and refining that and getting that back into existence, we literally talking about knowing who we are. And we first got to start teaching ourselves who the black man and who the black woman is, what did we create into this world, what's the science that we put into this world, what's the mathematics we put into this world, because that all of it is written and all of it is going to teach us about ourselves. You understand? Yeah.
I think that uh, melanated men in particular, you know, when we got tricked out of our own personal identity, right, our wanting to become more like white men means that, you know, we turn our black woman into our stepping stools because mm. that's how he treats his woman. Whereas where we could have been like, you know, you need to become more in contact with your own feminine nature because you can discover more about her as you self-discover your own self. So take this case in point. In the 60s is when they introduced rubber shoes into the dynamic. You know what I'm saying? When we started walking on rubber, we got disconnected from the earth because you can't conduct electricity through earth. The more that we started entertaining wearing the rubber shoes, the further we got away from nature and our connection to the earth. That was around the same time that they started splitting up families and convincing melanated women that they don't need melanated men and vice versa, somehow, some way. Mm. And then how they be like, oh, Papa became a rolling stone. And you know what I mean? You just was not grounded into anything. So you floating over here, you floating over there. You don't see your connection to the earth. You don't see your connection to these children. You, you floating somewhere. And I think that we've been floating ever since. Right. So I think that, you know, bringing men back into contact with their feminine nature in terms of going back into nature, learning, you know, the subtleties of, you know what I'm saying, with the delicateness of things that we don't even recognize as delicate anymore. The same way that we trample in nature is the same that we trample over women that we come into contact because we don't see the connection. So I think, like, those subtle things, because I feel that whatever where we went wrong, it was just something very subtle. It's something that we might be overlooking. And when we get those things in tune and, and we understand true. the woman's delicate nature and we understand nature's delicate nature, because then that puts us back into receivership mm. of who we are as the quote-unquote stewards on this planet of all things feminine. You feel me? And then once you establish the value, then you're gonna will, will, you'll be willing to defend it differently. We don't have no sense of value. We value the things that disconnect us from nature. We like, oh, them Jordans is how much? Let me get three of those. You feel me? And that's where our priorities is at. Factors. When <clears throat> the imbalance that we have, um, I would say more so, we just look for black men to take responsibility to be men again. And I always talk about that the black woman is impressive. Uh, the things that she do, she's able to accomplish, you understand me? The influence that she has on culture, right? The way that she speaks, her minds, her ideas. The black woman is an impressive, 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 impressive being, mm -hmm. right? She has the DNA of all within her, right? Now, the black man, one moment that he steps back into his place as a rightful ruler, owner, doer, right? That he keeps his word. He's back into his his kingship, his godom. You understand me? Everything starts to correct itself. Mm -hmm. But there's an imbalance because he's not taking his role, which created the imbalance in the first place because it's like the man then left the house and went and got another man. The man that left the house worked for another man and became a boy. Then he tried to come back home and be a man. You understand me? And even his son looking like, come on, Pops. How you a man if you ain't got time for me? Oh. 
You understand me? So same thing with the woman. How you a man if you ain't got time for me? Because they understand that <clears throat> even in this principle, right? So let's say a man who works and who's busy and he got a business and he's productive. She still don't think you really a man until you have time for her. Because it lets her know that you a ruler, that you own your time, that you a god now. You understand me? But as long as you don't have time, you can never truly be that man because she's going to need that nurturing regardless if she understands the position that you have to play in this world because we're boys. So there's a complete recorrection that has to happen with the black man owning time. He becoming the god of the land. He becoming the ruler of the law. You understand me? This is his estate. And we run the whole goddamn earth. Can I touch real quick on that? Because I was making an observation. The reason that she won't respect that is because she manages to juggle so much in a day. She like, I'm raising four kids. I got breakfast and dinner ready. I folded this. I did laundry. I did all of this with my time, right? She has a different aspect of how to manage time. So she's looking at you and like, shit, you only giving 12 hours to the white boy. Like, but you come home and you beat. You don't got no time for me. You know what I'm saying? You totally disconnected. So how can she respect that if she like, I'm such a magician with time. Why are you not figuring time out? You know? No, but <clears throat> somebody, did you want to say something about that? Or uh, what was the initial question? Um, how do we get back to... Well, you got to first wipe out what's causing the imbalance. Um, and I think what's causing the imbalance is uh, Eurocentric ideology, uh, the white infrastructure. That's the root cause of it all. Really, all problems. Because the black man can be at a, a level of peace to enforce, you know, or not enforce, but to, what's the word? but to allow his woman to be at peace. You know, the black woman is a reflection of the black man. So when you look at the black man, you got to understand that that's the, he ushers in the future, but the woman is the vessel of the future. So when the, the mm -hmm. executor I like that. is too intertwined dealing with his lack of execution, with the white man, mm. this kind of causes an imbalance with the divine feminine because she's looking towards the black man at every moment when you going to defeat this devil. Mm -hmm. But the white man is like, no, you can't defeat him. And that's the dilemma that we're dealing with. So in order for that divine feminine to reach its balance, black man has to initiate balance. I think that this draws into a conversation about uh, Lovecraft country, right? And that, that, that moment in Lovecraft country where the black woman, she takes this pill or this magic potion from this white woman uh, <laughs> and she takes the potion and she wants to become a white woman so she can finally feel what it's like to basically like be free and privileged in the world, right? Uh, which is something a black man can't give her, right? And it, she thought it was something a white man was giving her the whole time this white woman was actually dressed up like a white man, right? Tricking her, right? So she went and had a hard day out in white society, right? And then here comes this white man saying, I can give you anything in the world, all your desires. You understand me now? She goes to sleep with that man because 
That's the man with the power, right? And she wants to feel wanted. She wants to feel some measurement of how white women feel. So she going to sleep with the white man, number one, trying, right? Only to realize that this white woman, this white man the whole time is really a white woman. And that kind of goes into the feminist movement, yeah. the womanist movement that, you know, <clears throat> the ideologies that black women go to sleep with to make themselves feel comfortable in a world that's not theirs. You understand me? In order to feel some measure of comfort, whether they're trying to be CEOs in a white man's company or compete in a white man's structure, you understand me? Then sleeping with the ideologies of this white woman, wanting to be this white woman, this white woman wanting to be the man, you understand me? And you see homosexuality, you see lesbianism rampant in our community, black women sleep with white women, right? Black men sleeping with white men, right? And those relationships are set as comfortable even with black women like they don't have a problem with it a lot of times right and there was a black woman speaking about the things that become socially influential is because they first go through a black woman like you really want to have it take off put it through a black woman she got her gay friends she accepted them she's going to fight harder for you than everybody else right whether she knew it or not she fought harder for white women's rights than she did her own and the case of it is because of brianna taylor that she was helping her establish position, right? And the white woman, she always has a measurement of gratefulness, but she can never know what it's like to be a black woman. It's different being a woman in society than being a black woman in society. That was a complete different responsibilities, right? Because if, if, if we got down to one man and one woman left, you understand me? And if that's a white woman, population is over, right? But if that's a black woman, we got a chance to repopulate. You understand me? So her responsibilities and her powers are completely different. And the thing that is in between the black man and the black woman is the white woman, the gay white man, right? And the white man and his ideologies. And so when we try to have a conversation with a black woman who is of this world, socially, right? And you talking to her about the nuclear family and the operation of the black man being God taking over and we doing all of this. Well, what do you, what about what you think about about, about white women though? Like, I don't know, I got this white friend. No, it's about all women. I ain't what about all men. It's like, damn, I thought it was it was us against them. No, that's not how it's rocking, right? And then, okay, what do you think about gay people? Like, why are we having that conversation? Let's talk about this black family. Because she exactly. knows that if she takes that ideology and she speaks it out loud and she's comfortable with you in private, then her friends may not be comfortable with her in public. Right. You understand me? So the, the problem is, is that we can't have a conversation with our women without the world getting in between the black family, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But no other family is disrupted by them having allyship with black people, right? Our Black Lives Matter is not breaking up white families. You understand me? If anything, they both getting out there chanting. You understand so, me? But it ain't about to be messing you, shit up. Can you elaborate a little bit further on the concept that you bring up when you talk about equality versus equity? Yeah. And... Is the black woman looking for equality? Mm, she's looking for equality, but she really needs equity. Right. You understand me? Because if she, her and a white woman get the same thing, she's still left behind, right? Because the white woman has the the she, her son runs the world. You understand right. me? She still comes from the family of rulership. Families rule the world. Those families is a white woman and a white man. Now take for granted that the white man. Still puts his woman last, right? Behind the boy, right? 
So he has an imbalance because he doesn't regard the woman as important with a high value of equality, right? So she's fighting for equality because he doesn't see her as equal, but she still inherits his equity, right? right? The black woman has no equity, right? But she's fighting for equality. But if she gained equity, then that means that here's a white woman with a million dollars. This black woman got $10. They get both of these people 100000 That black woman still got a million, 1.1. You understand me? You got 100000 you understand me? And ten dollars. That's not equality. One is still up, one's still at the bottom. Right? So the goal is to say, nah, you got a million, I need a million too. I'm gonna fight for us to be equal, and that equity is the black family. Because if that man rises and we create our family empire, shit, we got what y'all y'all got land, we got land. Right? Y'all got political power, we got political power. Y'all, y'all got military power, we got military power. We equal. Now they cannot just go by themselves in a meeting and try to speak about equality. No, they're saying that, look, we're coming as a family. You understand me? Like, we taking what's ours. What's so, the problem, right. Mary so, Sue? As we can see, the wrong things have been fought for, right? Because everything is perspective. You understand? So when they just focus their energy in the wrong direction, what happened to the family to say, yo, in the 70s, you told me I had to get rid of him. Now that we're on an equal plane and I got this job and I'm a vice president, can I go back and get him now? That never happened, right? They told him, look, you're going to need to leave him out of the home so we can even the playing field because we only got enough for one of y'all. You know what I'm saying? And she went along with that. And then the father's nowhere in place. The white woman is saying, look, you got me in the basement. She's in the basement of a mansion and there's a family upstairs. There's a difference. You know what I'm saying? You outside altogether by yourself in the cold. Talking about equality. Mm. There's a difference in those dynamics. No matter how bad that European woman is treated, she still knows the dynamic of family. You know right. what I'm saying? The black woman right. has, the family has been right. obliterated and taken away altogether. She has no basis. Right. So now she's saying, look, I don't feel protected. I don't feel like nobody care about me. You know what I'm saying? I don't feel safe. But we like, where the man at? Because right. that's his duties. You feel me? Right. She and, might be and, raising and, a little serial killer, but at least she know her children. Absolutely. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> <laughs> so, it's actually really interesting. Yeah. It's something we was talking about. Yeah, yeah. No, no, you can ask questions. So the real question is, the conversation is really not about equality between black and white, but balance between the divine Absolutely. Which is the, you know, as far mm -hmm. as black people, not with yeah. white people. No. Because think about this. 1555, Honorable Muhammad talked about how it took them three generations to make one generation that would work for them. Right? And what they was doing during that time was they were destroying that masculine and feminine principles. Right? They were destroying family. Right? So it means that we were the strong people. It took them a long time before they got a child to say, you know what, I'm going to work for this white man, right? Meaning that our DNA was still rebellious, right? So they had to go make generations to become a slave. So if we just recorrect the order of who we are, then we don't work for them anymore, right? And so it is that simple, but they keep us focused on them instead of us focused on each other, right? Well, they don't have to accept that they come from us. They already right. accept that. They know that. They know that. They, they, they. So 
with the white man, right? The reason that they, I believe, this is one of my philosophies, right? I think the reason that they really don't respect their women all that much. When they was crawling on all floor, floors, on the floors, right? In the caves, not knowing how to flick a fire to be cool in the wintertime. Um, here comes this black man. You understand me? This black man, smooth as hell. You understand me? With gold on. You understand me? Cool as 19 keys. Big old fur coat. He even hunt animals. He got a big old staff. You understand me? He got this kufi on red coming in. Looking at them. What are you doing on the floor? <laughs> <laughs> they grunting. They don't speak language. <laughs> but they see this man standing up on the They astonished. Oh, they looking. Oh, what the hell is that? They jumping at him. He boom, sit down, boy. Right? But then this man, righteous, all this compassion, seeing these savages, he decided to teach them. Teach them how to bathe, how to eat, how to write, how to speak. So now, this white man, he didn't get nurtured by his woman to become who he is. He was taught by the black man to become who he is. So over the years, he owes the black man gratitude, not his own woman. Like, what I need you for. So he never established that connection to where he found value in the woman. Right? Because we built our kingdoms with our women side by side. He built Absolutely. his kingdom with the knowledge of the black God. No, you understand me? So in his paradigm, he wants to create another boy so he can pass down that lineage oh, of knowledge man. to maintain control yeah, right. over the world. And then he saw that his woman was hella choosy. Right? Super because the brother yeah, was not man, wearing chains. No, he found out his woman was hella choosy. So today, the proud boys. Um, you know what I'm saying? The, the Boogaloo Boys, all of the white supremacists, the 14 letters, all of the white supremacist organizations' main rallying cry is what? We are protecting the purity of the white woman, right? They do exactly. not want miscegenation. They are scared to death that if she's given the option to choose, which they see as a trend around America right now, it's called the tanning of America, she's going to choose up every single time she's going to go every. to Black Phallus. So, he has an, an intrinsic genetic mutation program running in the back of his mind where he's like, shit, if I, if I you know, fall back and ease up on the brakes and allow this thing to do what it do, I ain't going to be around for long. You know what I'm saying? Because she's always choosing somebody other than me. So, his frustration with her is like, look, you know, I'm going to take this anger out on you as well. You right. dirty whore, you slut, get in it. Right. I mean, that's how he talked to her and treated her. Why you think that? Because he seen what she was willing to do when she got options. Right. Man, my whole thing is, yeah, uh -oh. we can blame we could blame the white man for pretty much every defect that black people have, in my opinion. So for her to, you know, to be like, no, we can't blame white man. We can, but in order to take the initiative and in order to have a proactive solution, then yeah, we shouldn't blame the white man. But, you know, foundation-wise, yeah, we can't give all the credit for anything evil in the world to the Eurocentric mind. So, yeah, that do comes from white folks. No, we, we take ownership, but they take credit. <laughs> they take credit for our problem. We take ownership over it. Yeah. Now, what was the original question? Uh, that makes sense. I don't know. I, I think we started building. Yeah, we just went deeper into So, so you got a question for the good brothers? Cause we 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 listening to the black women and asking questions right now. Um, do you believe that the world is in the condition that it is because of the treatment of women? 
Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. In the the most classical statement of the honorable Elijah Muhammad, what do you mean by that? A nation can rise only as high as this woman. You know what's interesting? But the mistreatment of women. Right. So you know what's interesting? Every every war starts from from women. Women are the cause of everything. From you know Islam and Christianity, all of that started from women. You know the um, the movie Troy had a good depiction of that. You know, True. women starts every damn near every factor, uh, divine, feminine energy, and an imbalance of either or. Right, is right. what causes every conflict on earth. Is an imbalance of feminine and masculine energy. Well, yeah, um, you saying that men go to war for women because of women. So imagine how a millimeter woman feels, right? Nobody's going to war for her. Right? I mean, because you're talking about Troy, the white boy consistently, even though he keeps his woman in the basement, he go to war for her. Mm-hmm. Right. He sets laws for her. He go to war for her. Right. As precious, as beautiful as the melanated woman is, who goes to war for her? Exactly. Who who reaffirms her value? Every single day That's real. Old. His woman can smell like frog food. juice. He's still going to war for it. But the mistreatment of matter of fact, nah. Mm-hmm. That's her question. Think that My perspective, one hundred percent. You see, he weaponizes word, his woman. There's a same word time, that we though. use to even right. weaponize our own existence. He appreciates his about Hopping out of what we always talk about, hopping out of the matrix. But it was something that was brought to my attention, right? You know, the matrix is a matriarchal society, right? Right. Even the term matrix is not even really the real term. The real term would be patriots. Right. If we was actually a patriarchal society which represented the woman, you understand? But see, we living in a side of in a society that represents the man. So we actually live again in a patriot. You feel me? We don't even live in a matrix. So when Samai talk about you understand, when Samai talks about the woman being the representation of why you understand we go to war that is true because if you look at if you look all throughout history there's always a war of it was always a goddess of war even in the hindu uh, religion you're talking about what's her name kali you understand she represents war because woman is that embodiment of pure passion she is that embodiment of pure like fear fearlessness the woman has always been the one who was the warrior you understand? She was that main, and that's why Lovecraft shows that in that last episode that they showed. Also, if you look at uh, even in Greek mythology, you talking about Athena, how she takes over Ares' position as the as the goddess of war. You understand? Because she represents again that pure emotion. And so, when a black woman, when we talking about her not being in her rightful place. You understand within this world and we talking about nature itself nature always is in divine balance you understand right the moment that nature goes out of divine balance what happens to nature it, 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 it destroys itself you understand so again let's look at this right they chopping down all the trees in the amazon right that's a masculine thing that's happened to the amazon right so that means all these trees are being chopped down these are trees that are connected to who? The planet Earth, which is what we all call a woman, which is which is the representation of that womb, the feminine nature of the planet Earth. But masculinity is peace, though. But I masculinity, think it's feminine to cut down the trees. It is, but 
But that is true. But then again, the 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 absence the absence of the trees is masculine. You get what I'm saying? To cut down a tree is feminine, but the absence of the trees is masculine. I can't see what you, you mean. get what I mean. Yeah. So it is actually a masculine nature to to yes. destroy nature, right. in the essence. But the act of it is feminine. So when we talking about yeah, the black woman is not. Hold on, so so so, because I think in the wordplay you described something else, oxymoronic to the the definition you gave it. But I get the idea of what you're saying. But you're saying that it's a masculine nature to destroy nature. But that's not the reality of it. You're saying it's a feminine nature which creates a, a masculine because of the imbalance of it. Right. Right. But you said it was a masculine. So I just wanted to understand that and, and listen. All right. Because, you know, f- physical is feminine. Yeah, war is a feminine principle. Right. Right. War but is... so that's now, what I said. All right. So, so that's, that's why I said. Hold look, on. Let me, let me go over yeah, this real quick as we talk about. Look. No, no confusion. I, I get what you were saying, but. I want the other people on the other end to say it, right? Because right. I understand it. Because um, what you were saying is that fact that there's balance in nature, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and within that balance, all things grow. Absolutely. Understand me? But for, let's say, someone to come in, for whatever reason, they chop down a tree. Let's say that they're angry, right? They just want to destroy nature, that right? Feminine then that would be feminine because it is emotionally driven, mm-hmm. right? But once you destroy that balance then what you're saying is that it creates an absence yeah. and that that absence creates a lopsided to where it is more masculine. But Absolutely. you would have to explain that in deeper detail when it comes to nature, because I don't think that that's relatively true when it comes well, to just trees I guess we would have in the jungle. With. That's a different analogy yeah. unless you, you're talking about more so people that if there's less women in society, right? Um, then of course there's going to be more masculine in society. You understand me? Um, because they're not being nurtured. No, no, no. So I'm talking in the terms of actually, when I said the patriarch, right, in the matrix, when I'm talking about this is what I'm saying is, let's say the trees are the representation of uh, women that are in uh, hierarchy positions. You know what I'm saying? So the less amount of women that are in positions of power, you feel me, will represent a lack in the balance of the feminine energy. So... What I was saying was, through all our, our history and our ancient history, women have always been in position of power. You know what I'm saying? So the lack of women in position of power represents the imbalance that in, we have. Indirectly. Today. Yeah, I agree with that. Women have been in power indirectly. I think that... Yeah, every, I think the word power kind of... I can Go ahead. I want to say something You know, everything physical is feminine. Anything, all matter is feminine. You know, and peace is the absence of action. Well, position of power, position of leadership. This, this is all of how you use the, the verb. I'm right. Go. You're right, but the mind is masculine, you know. Um, so he, the mind is masculine. Soul is Hold on, let him, let, him, let him explain. Right, you know, the mind is masculine because it's the absence of action, of physical action. Once you move anything, that's a feminine expression. And... Your mind is always, you know, in the spiritual world, it's, it's, it's at peace. So anything that's physicalized is feminine. Well, I would say, actually, that the mind is actually feminine because thoughts are in motion. Thoughts are light itself. Anything that is a thought has light in it. You understand? Well, you already understand that thoughts are light because when you close your eyes, you see light in your mind. So there is oh, right, movement right. in your mind. So let me give my piece so that's now. feminine. So... When you look Hold at on, it. let me let me say this, right? Because 
you have two parts to that, right? It's multidimensional because I think what you're missing out on is you have the subconscious and you have the conscious mind. The subconscious mind is the womb of the mind. That's the mind that's feminine. The conscious mind is masculine, right? It's like a sperm and an egg. A sperm moves. That's masculine. The egg doesn't move. The egg sits there, right? And then when the sperm comes, it sparks, right? And now it is ready to produce birth. But the womb of your mind, you have to have a masculine thought that is bearing into their subconscious so that you produce action, right? So the conscious mind is logic, is reason, rationality, right? The subconscious mind is where you find emotion, right? That's why most people can't control their emotion because they can't filter it through the masculine mind, right? And that's when you control by your emotions, right? Intuition, feminine, right? Emotion, feminine. So when you're talking about the mathematical mind, that's the principle that's masculine, when you have the conscious and the subconscious. So it, 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 they, they work together, but that's why they say rise above emotion into the thinking of a God, right? So when one has control over their mind, that's more so a person being logical. A person is irrational, they're overly emotional, you understand me? It's because they're, they're just going off the habits of their subconscious mind, you understand me? They're being controlled. So both are correct, but it's just talking about the layers of the mind that exist. Because without balance, one can, a mind can't just be masculine or feminine. It has to have both principles that work together. And that's why you got the one mind or the nine mind. But if you got a one mind, you just only masculine with no control of an understanding of your feminine. Right? right? If you got that nine mind, you feminine with no masculine position of logic and rationality. Right? right? But if you got that one nine mind, they work together in sync. And that's that mind that's divinely guided, the higher mind. You know, when you pay attention to women, everything about a woman is physical. From her appearance to everything that she adores. You know, she likes to have good nails, pretty hair, makeup on the skin. Mm. But when you look at men, we usually roughed up. We don't really care about our physical appearance. It don't really matter necessarily. So the physical is a definitely an attachment to me. Well, no, because well, it's a, the, the principle of hygiene is feminine, right? But right, if you go right. to Egyptian, wait, 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 the brothers wait. was wearing nothing is wrong all with, kind of mascara. But I'm not so, saying <laughs> nothing is wrong with feminine. I understand nothing, what you. Nothing understand. is wrong. The wrong with There's nothing wrong with feminine. But I'm saying that you know the the average man, you know. Not saying I'm not taking away from any man, but I'm just saying, you know, usually me and I rocking around here putting on makeup and right. having their nails polished right. and just trying to have a physically see that would be a appearance. hyper that would be a hyper feminine man. But you know what I'm saying? Right. Right, because the civilized, the higher minded man, civilized man, right? Like exactly. FOI, right? We had to do nail check, right? Your nails gotta be cut, what? right? Hair check, right? Hair right. gotta be cut, right? You understand? I mean the soldier is always in order. Right, if you look at the army, them soldiers is cut, clean, fade, pristine, right? Because it maintains an order and a balance, and it represents you have control over your mind. So, hygiene for a physical appearance in that sense of like grooming, taking care of yourself, right? It shows you have emotional stability in something. If you see somebody that's crazy, I, I seen a, a woman the other day, right? Out, outward appearance, I would judge as sort of like frantic, right? But then I seen her teeth, and her teeth are so clean. And it shows me civilization, right? And so, like, if archaeologists were to judge whether these people were civilized and had some sense of order, they'd look at their teeth. You understand me? 
And so when we talking about that, you're talking about civilization. And both those principles are masculine and feminine in a sense because the mental aspect of a person taking care of themselves is a very logical order. A person allowing themselves to be let go is a very savage. You're just saying, I'm just one with nature. I just let it go. Yeah. But a person right? taking care of themselves for the purpose of attraction is more feminine in nature. When you're taking care of yourself for the purpose of hygiene, then that's just you upkeeping yourself. Right. But at the so, same time, it can be intellectual in nature, right? Because oh no, a person can think about what is, it's mathematics, right? right. Smartest man in the world know that if I want a woman, I'm not about to come out smelling dirty, looking dirty, ain't got none of the things that go attract her. It's a mathematical formula, right? If I go obtain things, I obtain status, position, I'm clean, cut, smell good, you know what I'm talking about? I can articulate myself. I go to that cut, not because I want to, because it's a very logical decision that I'm making, right? So now this is going to increase my favorability of attracting, getting to that end goal. You understand me? Right. So if a person is thinking like that, you're going to have all your uh, uh, um, ducks in line to make sure that you're doing that thing that is very logical toward that goal. Now, if a person is thinking in the sense to where I don't give a fuck, I'm just out here. Nigga, I don't give a fuck, man. Somebody will like me. You understand me? That's some dirty death activities. Mm -hmm. He ain't about to get nothing but somebody else that's coming with the same level of attraction and they smelling like frog juice too. They smell like frog juice think. and wide open ass cheeks. I'm just so saying, man, cleanliness is next to godliness because cleanliness is linked to honesty and truth, right? It's a reason. So let me, let me Cut and groom, but it's yeah. A, but it's a reason why we say it, right? Because when we're talking about the soul, the thing that exists, when we're talking about the soul, the thing that exists before, you know, the masculine and the feminine, well, actually, the soul is the masculine, you understand? So the soul would be the mathematical mind, what she's talking about, right? What you spoke of. But the soul represents before we come here into this existence, which would be also connected to the 42 laws of my eye. So when we come into existence, when you are birthed into this existence, now your brain merges with your physical body. Now, when I spoke about earlier about the woman being the full feminine expression of the world and the universe itself, that is true. Because once a man is born into this world with his soul, the reason why men are more driven in the terms of ambition is because we are more guided by our souls. You see, uh -huh. a man, a man's soul is the thing that never changes about it. It's some, if, taking the point for example, right? Man is mine. Exactly, because man is mathematical, and which is logical, which is spiritual. So when we're talking about Jabril, when we're talking about 19 keys, the thing that don't change about 19 keys is what? He will always be seen with his crown on, you understand? But his mind is always improving because of his feminine nature to improve himself. You understand? You will always see him with a clean cut. You will always see him because that is the soul. That's the representation of who you are. That is the thing that never but, changes. So what you. aspect of mm -hmm. the masculine nature wants to improve itself? Because it has a purpose. So let's say masculine, right? Testosterone. Men have testosterone, right? Mm -hmm. And let's say in the hood, if you grow up and they say, well, <clears throat> um, anybody who wears red, right? The women like men who wear red, right? Mm -hmm. Cats who are drug dealers, you understand me? They're seen as more favorable. You kill somebody, right? You get more honor. You get more stripes. Right. Men like to win. We're driven towards things 
that put us in that position of favor and winning. That's our master exactly. uh, position. Right. Testosterone does that for us, right? right? right. It, it gave us purpose. It, it boosts that drive. Now, you know soul at the same time, when you talk about a man selling his soul, what has he sold? He sold his integrity, his values, his exactly. principles. The soul is the filter of the mind, right? Mm -hmm. Because a man can do things where, why would you sell your soul? What do you want? What can be more valuable than your soul? All right. So that's when a man is, is sold to his own ego. Absolutely. You understand me? He's a slave to it. But the virtues, and the virtuous man, he has no reason to sell it. There's nothing you can offer me more than what I already have. Mm -hmm. Right? Because mm -hmm. that means that his soul is much larger than exactly. his ego. Exactly. You understand me? That there's nobody that can offer me a dollar amount and get me to do anything mm -hmm. whatsoever because nothing has pull on me because I know that I have the most valuable thing that I've ever been given. Right. Which is a soul, a spirit, right. a mind, exactly. integrity, a value, principles. But we live in a soulless society, which means that they don't value those things, which goes back to the treatment of the woman. When you don't value the woman, the essence of what she is, and life itself, you don't value life. You can't truly value a woman. We come from a woman, right, after giving birth and the pain that she gives, right, and you can, if you don't appreciate the pain that a woman went through so that we can be here, whether we're complaining or enjoying life, there's an aspect of disconnection, that, that symbiotic relationship of feeling her pain, right, right, is lost. So that feminine nature that men have, the ability to be able to feel empathetically, right? So when you find a man who has that empathetic way of thinking, and he has a high amount of empathy. That's masculine. That's that's mm -hmm. a man that is highly in tune with his divine yeah. nature, he know himself. right? So that's when you start to reestablish some balance because if he doesn't appreciate the woman, number one, he won't appreciate what comes from the woman, right? And so if children comes from that woman, if you ain't go, if you don't love yourself, you can't love somebody else, right? So now you ain't gonna truly love her, and you ain't gonna truly love them little badass kids. You know what I'm talking about? So now both of them in danger. Because you ain't even protecting yourself. Right. So when you ask the okay. black man to protect himself, first, that's the first thing you got to ask, right? And I think this is something that we probably get lost, right? There's steps to everything. And we skip steps, go straight to the results that we want. Black man protect the black woman. Well, what must be done first for him to conjure that thinking for himself, right? right? First, the black man has to love himself to ever get towards the protecting a black woman. When you love yourself... You will protect everything in the interest of maintaining that love you have for yourself. So if I got me a great woman. She cooking, cleaning, heavy on the massages. You know what I'm talking about? Intellectually spilling. Breaking down my vision. She That's telling me the details why she cooking in the kitchen. So maybe being soup whipping. You know what I'm Ooh, talking about? Tell him, tell him. Oh, oh, man. You oh, know what I'm talking about? Oh, Listen, I love myself. I love my life. Oh, I'm not going to do anything to mess up. this up. Shine. Wait a minute. Somebody said they go. Somebody said something about my woman. Oh, no. What? Got to debt that situation. Hey, First of all, not only the love I have, I love me too much to let anything happen to her. Right That's my interest right there. That's my best be. interest. Right. So then I know that if anybody mess with them kid, my wife's spirit gonna be disturbed. Uh -huh. That's gonna disturb my spirit because whether you want to believe it or not, women have a greater connection to children, right? Because they come from the children. That relationship is different, right? So a lot of the connection that men have to their children, absence of the woman, you grow a greater connection, right? With their with their women is through their woman, right? And so you don't want nothing to happen through that child because you know that that's going to mess up the whole balance.
But if a man doesn't love himself and know how to protect himself, there's nothing he can do for anybody. So when we asking the black man to protect the black woman, we're not asking just jump in front of bullets. We're asking you to cultivate self-love for the one who is in your best interest, yeah. the but black woman who's this, fighting yeah. for you. Exactly. With, with, with police brutality and white, white, with white supremacy, can the black man ever truly love the black woman? Because technically he's telling her in public, I can't protect you. I have not figured this thing out, right? Take my generation. He's saying he can't protect himself. He's yeah, saying he can't protect himself. I was born into whatever is going the hell on right now. We was born into it. So our parents were attempting to figure it out. You know what I'm saying? Some of them got further than others. But technically, if we're still dealing with it today, it hasn't been figured out. Right. You know what I'm saying? So has the black man ever been able to fully express his love for his woman Right, because he has not technically been able to protect her. Yeah. If he has not figured out a solution to this ongoing recurring issue, this quote unquote so, white supremacy. This 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 right. is my thing on this, right? Did, hold on, that appears in just more than just one area of life activity if you're saying, Oh, you know, I don't be seeing the police when I go no, it 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 allegedly it pops up in all of these different areas. So mm -hmm. if we're not being solution based and we're not utilizing all of this divine masculinity to come up with solutions to these quote-unquote issues and problems that threaten the sanctity and the peace of our house. Are we ever really expressing? Are we ever getting to the love, the fullness of love expression? So are we ever really, are we ever really freeing ourselves? Since we need, oh, this this is my. Old. But you know, this is my thing, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know. The expression of freedom, man, is to have a woman by your side. That's when you, you know, a brother is tapped in. You know, when he has a woman, a brother that's, you know, argumentative or even. I think that we misinterpret, <laughs> we misinterpret what femininity, what femininity is. We think that uh, femininity is just emotions, but men have emotions. Really, emotions are masculine because it starts from the mind. You know, so. Whenever you execute on emotions, that's when it becomes feminine. You know. Everybody just mentally disagrees. <laughs> 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 no, no, we just broke down the science. Right. No, but let me explain <laughs> though. Right, right back to you. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, the reason behind why emotions are the reason why Emotions are masculine is because mind is man and man is mind. Right, the aspects and, of the mind. Right, right. But, 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 can I break it down, please? Break it down. Okay. You know, like that. To be reactionary is when you step out of the boundaries of masculinity. No one ever says you have to execute behind your emotions. Everything that deals in the mind comes from the spiritual world. And once you execute behind how you feel, that's a reaction. So you step outside. Every man feels. That's why you're able to feel. Right. There's nothing wrong. Then, well, All right, see, so what you're talking about is actually what Elijah Muhammad explained as that devil germ and that God germ. Right. You understand? You see, the God germ is actually you hold things in and, and what you think about from the devil mind. You understand? See, the thing the thing that he said separates man is simply you know what he acts on. You know what I'm saying? Right. Certain men get devil thoughts and they act on it. You feel me? Right. Certain men get devil thoughts and he never act on it. You right. understand? This separates the man. 
Right. This is the separation of categories of different men. You said. feel me? But then again, <laughs> but then again, remember, if it's coming from a devil thought, if you have a devil thought, you feel me? Means that it's emotional thought. You know what I'm saying? Emotion is in an any thought. Driven. Any it's thought. Any thought itself. Being reactive. Any thought itself is right. separate from the soul. You know what I'm saying? Right. Any thought itself is separate from the soul. I wouldn't soul. say every. No, I wouldn't say evil thoughts come from emotion. No, that's right? not what I'm saying. If anything, in the absence of emotion, that that's drives what, those thoughts. Well, no, exactly. Because, not having empathy. Not yeah. having. Not having uh, or or having. You can't a feel what the other person feels. No, right. Having a narcissistic point of view. In absence of emotion. Psychopathic, sociopathic. In absence of emotion, can well, be dark. Well, see, that's why there's polarity. Or light. So, you know what I'm saying? the psychopathic spectrum is one who can't feel empathy, right? Yeah. So, I do to you, but I don't feel how you feel. I don't care. You understand me? That evil can be a very logical thing, right? Capitalism can be seen as evil. I'm getting to a point. I'm not caring about whose family I'm hurting, how much good I can do with the right. money. I'm just thinking about my point. Now, human beings are driven by emotion. So people who feel less are easier to control people who feel more. You understand me? Which is why people can manipulate women and children, right? right. The most manipulative, manipulated people on the planet are women and children because they are emotional beings. You understand me? And so you learn to control people through trauma and triggers, right? Insecurities connected to emotions because emotions drive people. Marketers, neuroscience, they target emotions. Right. When you want to get somebody to remember something, you target and create an emotional connection to it. If somebody is emotionally thinking about something, you're excited. Right. You got a vision. Emotion is created through thought. Right. So you have a frequency, high electrical thought. Now, a person experiences this thought in their mind. Right. There's an emotion attached to it. You're feeling it simultaneously before it ever happened because it's happening in your mind. But You want to live out that moment as much as possible. You understand me? So now you're driven to produce that emotion into reality. Because as Brett talked about, it's passion, right? The concentration of passion is how you get to manifestation. Absolutely. So when a person can concentrate passion the same way when a woman is about to give birth to a child during that mm -hmm. crowning phase and she's feeling so much pain, but she's pushing through this small hole to open up, she's concentrating all her passion to give birth. Right. But starting in the darkness, the same way a seed is planted, you understand me? Starting in the darkness, but can become this huge tree that can stand 100 feet, 200, 300, 400 feet high. It starts from that concentration of passion that what we're talking about more so is also control of the mind. So control of the emotion that when I meditate, I don't meditate to control all my thoughts each and every time. I meditate to observe so I can disconnect from the emotion. Right. So therefore, oh, instead of somebody say something, I'm triggered because I haven't corrected myself from that emotion and it's controlling me. Nah. I'm observing myself like, oh, that made you right. angry, huh? Yeah, that's so, control. So now I'm not the emotion. I'm the emotions. observer of the emotion. To control your emotions is I see another question. Somebody if said, I, you know, what is a man giving a woman if, you know, he ain't giving a guy? You know hold on, man? hold on. This sister said something. She said that's not accurate. Women are more in control of the emotions than men. Hold on, nobody's saying that is yet. Look at how we handle relationships. Men are more likely to kill over being cheated and women all get over it easy. For example, now listen, this is what I would say. The difference between <laughs> I don't I don't I don't believe that that to be actually accurate. <laughs> but <laughs> it might be flipped. 
But I would say this. Women have greater emotional experience. Men can have greater emotional intelligence. Now, emotional experience meaning that women develop an emotional regions in their mind at a younger age. They have more time actually dealing with their emotions. They feel the full range of emotions. Man ain't got time for any time for that. You understand me? We say, I don't feel like thinking about that. Let me go ahead and do this and get this done. Right? So when the man that develops emotional intelligence, now he's not driven by his emotions. That is not always to say it's a good thing because he can be void of emotions, make intelligent decisions, but not acting as an empathetic human being. But when we look at women who have a greater emotional experience, because they dealt with their emotions for a longer period of time, oh, I want to feel this completely. When they argue with men, it's to feel the full range of emotions, not to get to some logical point in the conversation right. and see who's going to win the argument. You understand me? So women have a past. greater emotional experience than men ever do. So if a woman cheats emotionally with all the experience that oh, she, she has, you know she already lost her. Yeah, exactly. You understand me? When she's feeling somebody else on an emotional level, she's done with you. Right. You understand me? Now, men, when they cheat, he can be disconnected from emotion, right? He can just be flooded by the thrill in the moment, you understand me? Knock something down and then forget about it at the one round. You know what I'm talking about? But the woman, so be everywhere she's going that. to, during, during sex, women have more uh, uh, moments to where they remember more details. Right? They remember so all the details. Remember, women remember more about sex than men. Right? And it's more emotionally connected now. Strokes. So, <laughs> now, now, sex is one of the only activities that require all five senses. Right? So, human beings are going to remember sex more and be driven by sex more because it requires a full human connection. All of your senses. Now, since men are not remember every aspect of sex, they're not over pondering it and thinking about it in the same capacity that a woman would. So they're, they're, they're objectifying sex in this manner that they can get it with somebody else. But she's thinking about the, the and, and then for those who listen, nothing is blanket with every statement, right? And especially we live in an imbalanced right. world. So women have masculated themselves and how they look at sex and relationships these days. So they are acting in a masculine manner in the way that they move now. Right, but we talking about women of a divine nature in their nature, not how you can be ratchet today, fucking nigga for a person, get over it for yeah, the work. Talking you know about I'm talking about feminine. Yeah, so when I'm talking about our nature, that a man he can go knock down ten, have ten seeds, ten babies. A woman she got to be connected because she she might have nine months later and have a whole baby. You know what I'm talking about? So we have right. different responsibilities when it comes to sex as well. That it is much different for a woman because a man is not going to have to possibly die by giving birth because he's having sex. A woman, regardless of what time period it is, she might die, right? Because she had this moment of pleasure. So she's going to enjoy it more. You understand me? So Spirit once said that sex is for the woman because she's the, the she she has to go through a greater responsibility. You understand me? So you it's, have to understand the reality of our nations is completely different. You know, it's, it's matter of fact, it's a reason why you know a woman feels more emotional when it comes to sex and things of that nature. Because if we look at it from this perspective, you know, we can get a little bit, you know, satire with the end. A little, 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 <laughs> little bit explicit, a little bit explicit, right? I'm ready for so the details, brother. Think about it like this on the, on this realm, bro, on, on this good. scale. You know, you sure? Like he said, you know, the woman has to endure so much more than the man has to. She got to carry a baby for nine, ten months. You understand? So, 
when it comes to her experience, she's looking for the man that's not only is going to give her that pleasure that she needs because it is the, the only the, the connection, you understand, that she has with this man. See, a man that can give a woman a real pleasurable experience is a man that knows his woman, you understand? He obviously has taken time to study her body, obviously has taken time to study how okay. what she likes to feel, you understand? He's taken time to actually understand where she likes to be touched and things of that nature. So this is basically a man that sat there and says, you know what, I'm going to make sure I pay attention to her. You understand? I'm going to give her my time. I'm going to make sure that she understands where I'm at with it. You feel me? So what we're talking about is the reason why women have more of an experience like that is because men... We're meant to give more. We talked about this men before, are meant to right? Give more. Men are actually not really supposed to enjoy the sex as much as a woman is supposed to. You feel me? Because the sex is more for her. See, the thing is, right, someone brought up the point, right, what is a man giving a woman if he is not giving a guy, right? And that is very true. See, a lot of people look at the Bible, they look at um, they look at it and they take it straightforward, right? So when it says that Mary uh, gave birth to a guy, which would be Jesus, right, you see, we all know for a fact that a, a woman needs a man in order to conceive a child. Right? And a man can only come, I mean, a woman can only give birth to a man, from a man. So when we're talking about who Mary was with, Mary met a man who came in the person of God. You understand? That man's mind was so sharp. That man was such a beautiful man. He was so wise. He was so loving to her that she thought in her brain and she said and she felt that she met. God on this earth. So she knew that the only thing that she can give birth to is God. You understand? Because, 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 right. He was. He was max level. He was max level. Because look, it's 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 he wasn't real. That was exactly that's that's what it was. Mary was like, look, I met God in person. You understand? Uh, because you got to think about it, right? I heard what y'all call sex. That wasn't a man. Nah, Let's I'm get a little bit more scientific different. real quick. A woman's womb is directly connected to her brain. You understand? So the reason why um, a lot of women don't even notice, but every thought that you have in your brain is directly connected to your womb. I think Mary you know? was the first woman to call a man God. She was. You understand? Really she was. So when he didn't like to the right. So way. when so look, check this out. <laughs> Just saying, check Mary, this out, right? So Mary was real, man. <laughs> if a woman's mind is directly connected to her womb, you understand? This means that every thought that she has will go into her child. You see, it's a reason why in a, in the Quran in the Bible it says you that you know, you don't know what God knows. You understand? So God will take away your child because. He knows what that woman implanted in that child while she was conceiving that child. You understand? See, God, right, this is how he works. He's a mathematical guy, right? This is why we said that to, to, to be in the realm of God, you have to be logical. You understand? You have to be mathematical. Why does everything See, have a reason why I'm perfect? This is something that me and Blue was talking about the other day when we was talking about it. It was actually the black woman that gave birth to who? The white man. You understand? Which would be giving birth to the devil. See, 
This is how important it is for us to understand these things. The old white man on the black one. You understand? No, I mean, it's... She gave birth to him. Hey, y'all see how you feel me? Y'all I'm like that. Even, I, look, hey, chill. All that on y'all. First, y'all had Jesus. That's not what I'm saying. Then y'all had the white man. Look, look, we got to break this shit down to where it, to where it really makes okay, sense. Clarify. You know what I'm saying? We just got to get away from this. We had nothing to do with that. Don't shout You already know what I was doing. You know what I'm saying? Dude, I ain't even know. I thought a white woman gave birth Hey, don't worry about my hair. I didn't know. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? In my book, it was a white one. What y'all? Y'all going to see me next level. was white. You know what I'm saying? But, but to be real, to be real though, to be real, the black man, the black woman did give birth to the white man, but it was also a black man's sperm. You understand? You see, what ended up happening was she kept that damn baby. You understand? And she loved the baby because that's in the nature of a woman. You understand? It's to nurture. You feel me? So she nurtured that child up. Knowing what it was. Well, you know I mean? if, if if you also go to Africa and albinism, they was kicking them kids out. You understand? They me? was. They found them like was being born. So I would. But I, it's because I, I would, of that reason. Would, yeah, but because of that. It's because know, of that reason. She was tasked with doing that. Right. And that's what I'm let, saying. She let one or two or three or four slide. Yeah, she mm-hmm. let one, two or three. Of, you know what I'm saying? Her nature, she's not going to naturally kill her offspring. Exactly. Even if the father... Who was quote unquote might be the tribe leader saying we don't do defects, you exactly. know, we don't do the defects. Exactly. You gotta take that out and you gotta kill that. And she like nah. And she like, look. That's why she sent the baby up the river. But that's why I gotta give you know it back saying? to Yakuz though. Cause it it, it, it was it had to be intentional in a way, in a diabolical sense to create a man purposely. And that women don't come up with these diabolical concepts to create like blue pill and things don't, of that nature. Call them red, you know what I'm about? So when you think of it like that, it, it I like taking ownership, right? It was the black man. We we did we we messed up everything, right? We did all of it, right? We cool, don't worry about it. We're gonna get stuff straight, give us a little time. <laughs> we working things out. You understand me? We made some mistakes. I take that. We'll take it on the shoulders, right? Definitely got We got heavy burdens and we can take, right? You understand me? We was the first mate of the black woman, so you already know that we used to dealing with heavy. You know what I'm talking about? Absolutely. We ain't tripping. So yeah, when it when it comes to that and we look at the reality of where we are in 2020. Masculine and feminine relations, imbalance, working to find the science of mating, right? Because that's one of the things that Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan said that was lost upon us, the science mm-hmm. of mating. But also, you know, we're lost with the science of sex, we're lost with the science of relationship, science of emotions, science of the mind, right? The science of family. All of these things are lost principles that if you ask one person, hey, can you break that down to me? And if you go to indigenous tribes, right, and you ask them to give you the virtues and the science of family and nature, things of that nature, they're going to easily be able to say, okay, this is this is what we believe about nature, right? They're going to have some beautiful, wise quote that they broke down and passed down through lineages. We don't have none of that, right? There's no beautiful ancestor sayings that we utilize to describe the virtues of man and woman, right? There's no... Things that we pass down that we utilize in tantric sexual ways to please each other yeah, we makes. Lose all that. We turn everything into a competition because we don't Absolutely. know it. And we almost bully each other for not knowing. Right? So here is this. A, a, a man having sex with a woman, he, he, he busts out fast, right? Then she go talk to her girls. This nigga came fast. But she doesn't know how to have intimacy with him to where she can help connect him spiritually to where he can actually long stroke her for the night. 
That's, you know what I'm talking about? Now, I true. say that for this particular reason. <laughs> I mean, it's I say that, hold up. But I say that because the art of sex is not taught in the black community. It's not. Right? It's not so it's the Western practice of sex, right? With. But it's not about tantric and breathing and connection, right? Touching and things of that nature. The prolonging of the pleasure and things Slightly. of that nature. So you know the woman doesn't know how to tell that man things about himself that he can prolong. Right, the man doesn't know how to please that oh, woman, so they don't know and so when they, hold on, so when the sex is happening, it's more of a competition, right? And then it's not communication afterwards to say, okay, was this good? Was that bad? How do we make this go longer? How do you not separate? How do you make? Was nah, this? Nah, you know, what I'm talking about. This is deep. We the action is not happening. Hold on, because this is deep, and I'm seeing y'all faces, and it's changing. Right. <laughs> so, but I would want to ask you because if he was on that sports moss, he would have. Yeah, that's what what I want to know, because you brought up a very good point, you know what I'm saying? And at the end of the day, this is all going back to men and then women in relationships, melanated men in particular. If the melanated man has not been trained how to properly deal with this beautiful vessel that is the quote unquote black woman, you feel me? Right. And she has not been trained to teach him or talk to him or tell him she what it is that she wants and how she wants it. Other than, right. you know, pull my hand, pound my back out. We know that it's a little bit more deep and intricate Absolutely. than that, especially, that, that ain't you know what I'm saying? What's a, a what's your, what's your European fetish element of divine state. So how do we, how does, how does, how does one factor that? How do you fix something like that? You know what I'm saying? In a society where... We yeah, are in the Western that, world. We have to put our accessories on. They're like, look, you need this Western mind to get out here and do the things that's necessary to provide you with food, clothing, and shelter. But then we need the, the Eastern aspects of learning how to breathe. Right. You know what I'm saying? Learning how to take our time. This is not a society that emphasizes taking your time. Right. Absolutely. So, so sex creates madness instead yeah. of enlightenment. So like right. you said, so it's competition. You in the ring. With me, go set. Knock them out. Come on, right. <laughs> she trying to make you go get mad when you do. So, from as a young man, right, and and like I said, you have the birds and the bees conversation, but you ain't having a tantric and a kundalini. Right, you know what I'm talking about. Talking about so the conversation has to be elevated to a point where <clears throat> you understand the science of it, and this also changes the atmosphere of responsibility and accountability towards sex, right? Whoa, whoa, whoa. That young men, if they learn about the energy, releasing, restoring, right, and things of that nature at a young age, they will have a different thought process towards sex. Same thing with women. So there has to be a conversation about, hold on, there has to be a conversation about cultivating that in the households because imagine this. Imagine there's a time, right, where... Women get in circles. And in these circles, they're teaching how to be with a man, right? They're teaching how to do certain things. They're teaching the science of it, how to please, right, a husband and things of that nature. They're learning all of these things. So once the man is learning these things too, so once they get into the bedroom, now there's a science entangled in between them, right? And so... That cultivation is a storing of an energy. Like, you having sex trying to produce a God. You understand me? Y'all meditating before. 
right? There's a multitude of things that happen, you understand me, that store the energy and that changes the experience. Mm -hmm. So, of course, in black America, we are guilty of it. You understand me? We're not saying that, oh, we got the knowledge and we just be floating high, meditating before you, you understand me, bang right, high noon. You understand me? Now, what I'm saying is that's that's the going forward, but I'm connecting with the people to say that that's not been the lifelong experience. Right, 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 right? right. And so I'm thinking about that because I know that I'm thinking about that generation that grows up like that. That generation that has that instilled them in them principles, right? That generation that understands why they're attracted to something. You understand me? On a scientific, on a metaphysical level. So these conversations are completely not being had on a large level as a standard. You know what? There has to be a sex standard, you a tantric know, sex standard. You know what's been deleted? I might come out with that, man. That's, that's going boom. You know what's been deleted? <laughs> that is booming. Listen, man. You know what's been deleted? The sex no, standard coming. It was something that we haven't been touching on that, you know. No pun intended. <laughs> a major factor. It's a major factor. Oh, the man. reason why we're not having, you know, the right type of sexual encounter. You understand? You see, everybody, when we get into relationships and things of that nature with people, we move too fast. You understand? People go straight one week knowing somebody, straight into to the sex. You understand? Sometimes less than that. Y'all go in the next night. You understand? You don't even give yourself time for you to even feel like you want to be in this person. You understand? You don't even give yourself time to even build up energy with this person. It's a reason why they said in the, you know what I'm saying, the Quran and the Bible said you should court your woman. You understand? Because the longer that you're around her, go even show you the things that she likes. You understand? The longer that she's around you, it's going to show her the things that she likes about you. You understand? So that way, when you get into, you know, that, that bedroom, you already know certain things about her. What makes her smile. You understand? You know what makes her uh, ambitious. You already know what makes her passionate. You understand? Because y'all was building the bond and the foundation. You understand? Sex without a foundation is just porn. You feel me? So y'all people end up just creating more porn. That's why motherfuckers want to pull out the camera. You understand? Man, you enticing me. You feel me? <laughs> Not one hundred percent. Because at the end of the day, Somebody, at man, the end of the day, but look, check this out. At the end of the day, at the end of the day. If it's not righteous, you not even go have the type of connection with a woman that you want to have. At the end of the day, let's just be real about it. You understand? The reason why men marry women, you understand? Usually, nine times out of ten is because he has a righteous connection with it. Think, Usually, yeah. because Listen, he took a look. He the, took a no little more November time coming. With it. You know what I'm talking about? The better up. question would be. I'm gonna just keep it real. The better question would be, and then what? You know what I'm saying? And then what? And then what is marrying? No, I, granted, I'm just saying right. this is the question that we should all pose to ourselves. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> let's skip over that, brother. Let's hey, brother. Let's yeah, that. we're too far. Uh, <laughs> I mean, cause it's like, but it's, like, it's, like, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, right? At the end of the day, if we all agree, if we all see, we all agree on that. We I'm all agree on that the way that we have been performing sex for the past hundred and fifty to four hundred years has been from a white Eurocentric mind. You understand? So when it comes to you have a So when it comes to, you know, how we used to always uh practice it in in our in our ancient traditions, you know, 
nine times out of ten, we was always with that same woman that we started off with. You know what I'm saying? Right. So when we talking about all this new age right. tradition, yeah, that's what I'm saying. you yeah. feel me? This new age tradition is like people fucking with multiple people. You know what I'm saying? You making all these multiple soul ties and connections. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I can't say how new that is, right? Man, I can't say that. Well, well, listen. I can't say that the first people was just saying, I'm just going to be with this one person. That monogamy is the most ancient of traditions. In our ancient civilization. Like, I, I that's what I'm talking about. Let me, let me speak. You know what I'm saying? But that's what I'm saying. In our righteous civilization. Listen, it can, you, just, you can be righteous, right? Righteous is upright and moral, right? Absolutely. Um, but I'm saying it just from a human civilization perspective, right? That monogamy has not always been the standard. Oh, it's very deep. Right? That even in so-called matriarchal societies, that there was times that women utilized just men, you understand me, for their sexual standards. That That's true. monogamy has not always been. Monogamy serves the greater purpose for nation building, right? But that's why I say now, monogamy has been so with the ideology of love, right? They come together as this package because of media. That media sells that this man fall in love with this woman. Now, in our mind, this is a white man and a white woman because we follow their love stories Absolutely. to develop our love stories. Right. But in the reality that monogamy works best when you're bringing together kingdoms, you're, you're creating businesses, you're bringing together nations, right, under an estate, right, for a purpose of a future building, you understand me, uh, movement. So just the ideology of love was not the purpose of monogamy, Right. But when we think about bigger than ourselves, right? Things that produce vision, that bring nations together. Like this king literally married his daughter off to that son. That brings them together. They create that family. But that man that had mean, a multitude of concubines, right? That mean so it was purposeful. And so I always like to get down to looking at things from aspects of truths, right? Now, we're not looking at Romans and Greeks. None of them matter, right? We're talking about original people on this planet Earth. Right, that even if we're going towards Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, multiple women, right? We're looking at our greatest leaders, multiple women, right? Martin Luther King, multiple women, right? You understand me? Mm -hmm. We go back, yeah, Martin Luther King was knocking him down, man. He, I thought Don yeah. King was yeah. just yeah. 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 this way. I ain't saying yeah. you only gotta have one woman, he had multiple. Dreams. I didn't say you gotta you be righteous me? with the woman. You know How you saying? think he had the dream of, you understand me, one uh, day the black kid was got to be righteous. Because yeah, yeah. you know, he, he was not going to be white women too. Yeah. It's a difference. You wow. see, Martin Luther King But I kind of disagree though. I kind of disagree though. Because I think the way, that, cause the way that you explain it is like, what you was really explaining was, you know, was monarchy secession building. You know what I'm saying? No, not just monarchy. Villages on villages. You go to uh, South nah, Africa, I right? I say villages because villages. Hold on, hold on, hold on. In Africa. Let me talk. I'm listening to the people. You, you just told I'm me saying. what I meant. So now I'm about to further explain well, in depth. So in Africa, when I went over there, you understand me? They had multiple women, right? But it was based Absolutely. off them being able to take on the responsibility. So if you didn't have a certain amount of cows, right, right a certain amount of land, things of that nature, you couldn't be able to have multiple women. You understand me? You couldn't afford it. But here's this woman, somebody's daughter, pops like she, you can't stay in the house with me. You understand? You got to find a man with some cows. You know what I'm talking about? This man, he wanted, but he ain't got enough cows, meaning he ain't got enough wealth. You understand me? To maintain that household. Plus, she ain't going to be able to stay here. You not only need to have a cow, then he'll create a separate house. Then he had a third house when he wanted to get away from the women. 
You understand me? Absolutely and true. And so, when you think shine. about, you can go to, and, and, and here's the thing about things. There's no one standard for all people. Like, and, and this is something that, you know, depending on how far you go back, right? Because in Egypt was different. The Sumerians did it different. In Ghana, they did it different. People did it different based on their, where they was at that created social, cultural normatives. But when we look at, and, and I only speak for the purposes of what black people need to do right now and things that we can connect to. And so when we talk about nation building, right, the first establishment has to be one plus one. You don't skip to just step three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. No, you have to do the one plus one because establishing that creates a family, right? And it allows a person to grow into a righteousness, right? That allows him to maintain a family, right? You don't say, oh man, I ain't never been an entrepreneur. Let me start two businesses. No, let me start one business. Let me see how this goes. If it is profitable, I'm able to manage it. Then maybe we start to develop another business. Why? Because I have that ability under my belt now. But I believe that as we always jump to the conversation, the hot button of polygamy, the reality of it is, is that most can't do monogamy. So if you can't do monogamy, you can't do polygamy. You understand me? That's and very so true. we do monogamy and polygamy wrong. At the same time. Most people that do polygamy, they're doing it without the contracts. And the right. contracts is the important aspect because you're talking about establishing trust and estates mm-hmm. right together. So you got multiple baby mamas, that's a form of failed polygamy, right? Yeah, multiple absolutely. baby daddies, a form of failed polygamy, right? Right. So that one doesn't produce a nation. That one is not going to yeah. have the same outcome as if a man started a relationship for the purpose of building nations and things of that nature, and he has multiple women or whatever it may be. Nine times out of ten, your shorty going to bring in the, the next shorty. So... What you got talking? What you talking about? What you got? What you got going on over there? <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Look, I'm just saying. If you started off one on one with a woman in a monogamous relationship, y'all have multiple children and things of the nature. She like, I need a babysitter. You know what I'm saying? So she like, it's time to bring in the next one. Your babysitter turns into your. Hey, bro. You know nah, bro. You hey, need. Chill, nah, nah, nah. You know nah y'all know what I mean. Nah, you know what nah, nah. She need a babysitter. Bro, you can just. You would just pay for a babysitter. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what hey, the kids ain't going to be. Damn. Like, she can't hey, take care of her own babysitter. Hey, we got to do that. Yeah. You know exactly what I'm talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. I never had this like more that. than just a babysitter. You know I, obviously, she going to be more than a yeah, babysitter. Of course. Of course. You know what I'm saying? She going to bring in other skills and things. And that what kind of skills? Because it's also about, again, nation building. You know what I'm saying? Because at that point, Look at where we at right he now. gonna try to put it on the no, wall. No, no, nah, no. She need a babysitter. No, no, no. Hey, look, this is why Nobody, I brought her over here. But it's here. real, though. You know what I'm saying? But it's real so, because at the end of the day. You tired tonight? At the end of the day. At the end of the day. We got a baby. We got a baby. Y'all gotta let me speak. She's sitting. You gotta let me speak. No, hell no. Let me speak, man. She know what babysitter. She watching him the whole time. Let me speak. He the one suckling on the nipple, dumb <laughs> up the babysitter. <laughs> I had a touch for the baby. Maybe it's good. <laughs> the baby 18. <laughs> Let me speak. You got it. 
Yeah. No, that's your floor, oh, man. No, that's moving forward. Fuck you. Moving forward. Y'all ain't even let me get out my uh, my thought. Do your thing. Hey, brother. It's a podcast, man. Listen, man. Podcast. We're going to get in our thoughts, man. It's late night. I'll let y'all get out your thoughts, all right? Ladies. I'm going to crack jokes next time. Did did y'all have any closing thoughts or questions? We're about to wrap it up. Um, It's up. (laughs) All of of what was said. I mean, we had a lot of dialogue this evening. Is there any feedback or your brain um, is just overworking? The one thing that I can think about right now is that I feel like we would be better listening to each other instead of thinking that we have it figured out for one or the other. Instead of thinking that because you know you're a man, you understand a woman because you feel with this new woman, or because you're a woman and you think you understand a man because you feel with this new woman. I think that we all could be better if we just listen to what each other needs, like you said. Like, we really need to stop assuming that we have the knowledge and wisdom mm-hmm. about one that we're not. I feel like if we actually be like, okay, well, dang, she a woman, so she would know, you know, yeah, we yeah. would actually do better. I, mean, I think a lot of times pride, ego, you know, True. not being able to let go of past teachings and stuff is what gets True. Yeah, we gotta pay attention. Yeah. Did you have any closing thoughts or remarks, please? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, just to go back on what she said, I do believe that that is very true. I think that we need to, in relationships, start just paying attention to each other's needs, um, paying attention to, you know, what we all just, again, what our needs. Uh, a woman, especially, she'll definitely tell you when she get fed up. You know what I'm saying? After a while, she cause she love you already who you are, but she like, look, you are not noticing me though. You know what I'm saying? And not, if you don't, that's where right, you lose her. You exactly. Know? That's where you lose her once you don't make that adjustment. You know what I'm saying? And nine times out of ten, a man knows what he wants also out of a woman. You know what I'm saying? So he can also give her that, you know what I'm saying, that conversation. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's what we need to get to. Most That's the most important thing is to really start having that conversation. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and being real with one another. We just not real with each other. We always going off the sexual impulse and not the higher mind. You understand? Which is destroying the connection before it's even created. You know what I'm saying? So it was one thing that my older brother always used to point out. Asian, he was like, he was always like, uh, you don't even know what she is worth if you go straight for just trying to, you know what I'm saying, get inside her. You know what I'm saying? Because a woman could be so much more than just what you see on her body. You feel me? So if you go and speak to her and really find out what she wants to build in life, what she wants to create, what she wants, you can literally, she literally give you the entire universe, but you don't even know that because you're looking for a planet. You know what I'm saying? So... It's important that we get to that level of understanding. We get to that higher level of understanding, and that's just the real conversation. And so that's all I got to say. Blue Pill, you wanted to say something? Um, you know, this is a very uh, informative, educational conversation tonight. We need to continue to have this, and we need more of an open forum, like she said, with women, you know, explaining to us the things that. We, we might be led to think that we know 
Right. Because we are very observational, we're very investigational, we're very inquisitive, and we are tasked with always having an answer and right. coming up with something. So right. True. We are thinkers. You know very, what I'm saying? So true. we are always going to analyze and overanalyze and extra analyze and come up or attempt to come up with some sort of, you know what I mean? Like, for us, it has to make sense. That's how our minds work. Right. Absolutely. So we're always looking to make sense of things. You know what I'm saying? And that's it. Sometimes we're attached with filling in the blanks, but we also are open to listening. You know what I'm saying? Um, and we we, we, we want to know, we need to know. So I think that more women should volunteer, um, you know, saying what needs to be said because one of the main things women say is that we don't have an opportunity to be heard. Right. And then right. it's like when women are given an opportunity to be heard that they don't want to say nothing. I think that I think I, personally I think when women say they want to be heard I think they possibly mean they want to be felt right because I don't want to tell you all knowledge but if you don't feel her then it doesn't matter right, right. right. so I believe that she right. wants you to feel what she feels that is her only real sense of connection and so I think that as we grow <clears throat> and we learn, and especially, you know, being with a woman has taught me everything in life. You understand me? As far as, like, about myself, those details that I'm missing and, and where that growth lies. And for a man, that can be hard to be able to have to look in that mirror, right? When a woman can show you, you understand me, those aspects of yourself that you have not yet conquered, those, those weaknesses and those flaws. So... You know, that becomes that hard point for a man to be like, mm, she tripping, right? right? right. You know, too much. And, right. and it's not to say that, you know, of course, she may be able to find a better way to deliver your faults and your weaknesses to you. You understand me? But sometimes women get tired up and fed up with not finding that man that gets it. You understand yeah. me? That only have certain aspects but missing other ones. Mm. So she may be harsh in her delivery. She may be lost in the tone of, how she tells you about yourself. And so you get on a defensive and before you allow yourself to feel what she feels and recorrect that with action, come back in that moment, recommunicate, resharpen, restrengthen, you destroy that because there's too much going on. And you can find a million ways to say how she delivered it, why you didn't like the certain way and all of that stuff. But in reality, if you really take a look at yourself, you're going to be like, man, she was right though. You understand me? But she was so right, it made you mad. You understand me? She was too goddamn right. And nobody asked you, you understand me, to do all of that. You understand me? You didn't, you, I, it's like you taking a car for a quick little washing, and she talking about the tune-up. You understand me? You ain't changed the oil. You understand me? She's saying you got to do all kind of stuff. You say, wait a minute, man. She said, nah. When you come over here, you're getting a full service. Right. So a real woman going to give you a full service. And that full service may be more than what you pay for and more than what you can afford at that moment. So that means that you have to go back, you understand me, because you're broken, because you're broke, you can't afford it. So now you got to go wait, go back, and wait till you can afford a woman like that. And that's when, So that's where, hold on, bro, this is my closing remarks. You know what I'm talking about? That's when, <laughs> this is my lie. Let me, let me do my lie. Um, that's when... You know, <clears throat> you have an opportunity to evolve, 
right? Or you stay the same and you find somebody who will accept you as you are, right? And there are plenty of people who will accept you and all your flaws. But then there are some of us who say that we're gods, we got all this potential, and they know it, they see it, right? And they want to allow you to live with them with all that failed potential. Hmm. They want to allow you to be around them. And yeah, you can be greatness, you understand me? But you have to understand the details before you're able to get to that bigger picture. And you might not think you got to make those tweaks, but she knows. Matter of fact, if you make those tweaks, you have exponential growth. You're going to get there faster than you think you will. So that feminine divine tweaks that masculine principle. She makes him a god. You understand me? And becoming a god is a very destructive process because you have to destroy before you can build. Becoming a god is a painful process. And most men can't go through that pain to birth them a new self. Men can't go through mental pain. You understand me? And, 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 and women go through physical pain, but men mentally birth themselves. Women have the ability to physically birth, birth into life. And so, you know, we don't have the emotional experience to always deal with that. You understand me? So we usually emotionally unequipped to be able to deal with that. And <clears throat> when it comes to trying to evolve, we're trying to learn at the same time, not even knowing we was in a classroom. You understand me? Thought we were just chilling and having fun. Thought we had it together. Because one of the biggest issues is when a man is great in one area, especially assumingly magnificent in an area, maybe multiple areas. But it is one area, not so good. But because you're good in those areas, you think it make up for that area. Mm -hmm. Right? But with a woman, that's all she sees is that area. Oh, the greatness, that's cool. You got me here. But now I'm seeing that area. Right? You clean up the entire room. But there's one area of the house, or right there in the corner, it's just always dirty. I don't care about that clean house. What about that area? Why is that area so goddamn dirty every time I come in the house? And you're like, damn, I just cleaned up the whole house. Nigga, every time I come here, that area dirty. You, know, you overlook that. Right. Goddamn area. That's a fact. <laughs> So that area that you keep leaving dirty, that's the area, right? That's when you got a full clean house. That's when she walk in here and say, hey, goddamn God living in here. Let me go cook and clean and rub them toes real quick. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> so it's about us checking ourselves when other people check us. But also it's about women knowing the power that they have. Because women, you can tear a man to shreds. You understand me? Just by speaking. Especially with a man who loves you, in love with you, admires oh, you. Absolutely. You understand me? You can say something in a way to where you just tear a man down, where he can go fight the biggest man in the world, but you say some words that tear into him. And without that experience, he don't know how to deal with that. You can become his biggest enemy. You understand me? Because you hurt him more than anybody else that hurt him in life. Matter of fact, he done put down all his shields and you done stabbed him in the heart. You understand me? So you have to learn how to paint a man. You understand me? Not to paint a man. You understand me? Meaning that you helping them with that details. You look like a paintbrush stroke. You understand me? Not you using a knife and you just cutting and carving. <laughs> so women have so much power in the tongue. You understand me? So much power in the tongue. But not always wanting to develop that gentle challenge. Right? The Honorable Minister Elijah Muhammad talked about, you know, finding a wife and she being a gentle challenger. A challenger nonetheless, but a gentle challenger, right? To where she's going to challenge you consistently, but, but gently. 
You understand me? Because she's nurturing something. You don't take a flower and you bash dirt and you, nah, you, you gently nurture it. So when you're with the right woman, she allows you to grow, right, as a man. And allow ladies allow him to be a man. Do not try to turn him into a boy, then want him to act like a man. Right? You have to allow him to be a man, but you have to develop and sometimes you you you, you be harsh, but you have to know the subtleness, the back and forth when she's masculine, you understand me? That's when you gotta feel her that you might have to get into some of your feminine principles. Mm. Right? When he's being feminine, then that's when she taps into more of her logical masculine principles. There's a sway and dance that happened, but if you masculine, she masculine, y'all repelling each other. What the fuck she talking to? You understand? He feminine, you feminine. Who gonna protect me? Then she looking at big keys with all the muscles and shit. Time to exit this relationship. You know what I'm talking about? So <laughs> what I'm trying to tell you is train, don't complain. Train mentally, spiritually, financially, right, physically, right, on all levels. Love each other, but learn how to love yourself so you can learn how to love someone else. It won't be easy, but it's worth it if black men and women can get it together. That if we can go through all of this hardship, pain, experiences, master classes just to figure out each other, oh man, the world is over, meaning that the world is ours. Peace, family. I love y'all. This has been a 19 Keys podcast. Make sure y'all go follow Blue Pill. Um, at Blue Pillar 44. Make sure y'all go follow Bashir Music at B A S H E E R Music. Got new albums. My brother Blue Pill got a gold water company of amazing products. Make sure y'all go follow Jack Hella Classic, the other brother with the deep voice. J A C K H E L L Classic. He just came out with a brand new book. Make sure you go cop that book. Make sure you tap in. On the Listen, album pre-order packages. I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. But love yourself and appreciate yourself more. Peace, fam. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.